Hey, and welcome to this week's uh, edition of the Rugby Report Card. Uh, we're all back together this week, so with me is James. Hello, how are you? <laughs> That's very robotic of you, James. And Blake. Fucking hell, what happened to Jim? I have no idea. Are you still in Vietnam? His personality in the off-season. What the fuck's going on, man? Don't come at me, man. <laughs> I just said, hey, how are you? You can't do fucking anything on this thing, man. I'm off it. My last <laughs> year. The, uh, My last was, year doing it. How was the shirt situation in Vietnam, Jim? How was what? Sorry? The shirt situation in Vietnam. You were over there looking for us, weren't you? Yeah, dude. I bought back some killer fucking cotton. But I thought, I'll just wash them, and then they washed, put them on an hour spin, opened the door, all of them had disappeared. <laughs> just not even shrunk, just disappeared? Dissolved. Dissolved in the spin cycle. Wow. That's some interesting material. But thank you so much, Jim, for going out there to, to do some research. Our listeners really appreciate it. No worries. I'll do it again for you, too. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. Thanks, man. It's good. Um, if you if the audio is a bit crappy, we are actually doing it online today, but hopefully we'll be able to uh, uh, get better at it over the next few weeks. But we just to... meet us in person after England lost, so this is what we have to do. I just didn't want to see your face, mate. You know, it's the only mm. thing, really. Mm. Uh, yeah, do you want to start off with a bit of a Six Nations, or do you want to crack on with the Super Rugby? Uh, look, I'm certainly more comfortable yarning Super Rugby. But All right, let's go super right. Let's just jump straight in. Uh, what yeah, do just, you think? Just then, I was interrupted. Chad was ringing me. The country Chad was ringing my phone. Does anyone else get those phone calls? Yeah, I do my bank uh, with Chad. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, dear. Have you done an answer, Chad, or not? No, the no, no. They, um, they never hang around. <laughs> it's just a lot of missed calls from Chad. Fair enough. Uh, Super rugby. Let's get back on track. Uh, yeah, Rebel. Yeah, all right, rugby. Very, very, very exciting. The season starting. Um, I will have a whinge about when it started, but but really, really exciting. Lots of new players. Lots of prospects. In particular, um, I guess we'll get a bit deeper into it. But the, the Brumbies and Reds, both of them, impressed the pants off me. Mm, there's a couple of individual performances in the Waratahs as well that um, stood out, but. Uh, Overall, can we just say, how nice is the Haggy Warriors' kit again this year? They do some nice shirts. They do do some lovely shirts, don't they? And my mail on them is, if they can um, sort their set piece out and sort the travel out, they're going to go deep in this competition. Their first three games are all at home, man. They're fine. If they get a roll going, they've got someone to play for. It's just that travel. They just go around the globe 45 times, don't they, by the end of the season? All they got to do is top the comp, man, and then everyone comes to them. That has to be yeah. just the only way, the only equation in which they win this thing. Yeah, they end up in New Zealand in the finals. They get pumped, but they can stay in Argentina. They're half a chance. Yeah, I like. I know them. you listened. I know when you were in Vietnam, um, Jim, you listened to the podcast with Blake and I, because um, obviously I know you're all over it. Uh, I flew uh, scoot, man. I flew scoot. No TV. <laughs> scoot. I was potting my way through it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I actually, we, we talked about the uh, the Hags and the Crusaders being a final. What were your thoughts? Hags and Crusaders being a final? Yeah, re- repeat. I like was going to say, can that just happen? I'm down. Yeah, repeat. I just want to see it in Haguara's territory. Let's see what these Crusaders are made of, man. Mm. Just hiding away over there. Mm. Absolutely. That's if, uh, if that's the case, man, how good would it be if it was a change of location just to see who is the better team? They should do oh, it absolutely. like the NBA, man. Best of seven. <laughs> Can you imagine Mate, that? Best of seven. I, l- I like that. You played two games in Argentina, two games in New Zealand, back to Argentina, back to New Zealand, and then back to Argentina. That's <laughs> a lot of travel. Who wants it the most? <laughs> Start the season yeah. in December, I say. <laughs> oh. um, well, should we go through the games? To kick off the season was Blues and Chiefs. Uh, I guess mm. my, my quick summary of this one is it almost looked as if the Blues had turned it around. Um, their set piece, their scrum was was really, really impressive. They looked like they were going to be, they were going to do it. And then, ah, oh, that's right, they're the Blues. They play for 60 <laughs> minutes and call mm. it a day. How's dropping a six-figure salary on Bowden Barrett to go to the Super Bowl, man? Yeah, what's that about, yeah. eh? Hey? All his team sits there and loses. Yeah, oh, I know. 
Sorry, I tweeted this and I, and I stand by it. It's ridiculous. The New Zealand have continued their policy of only a certain amount of minutes for contracted all-black players. So teams planning the season want to rest their players early so that they can play later on in the season. So the Blues have pulled off all of their internationals with 20 to go, and then they fucking sucked. The Chiefs, saving their minutes, um, brought All Blacks on off the bench. Leonard Brown, Cruden, Weber, Tarvel with 20 to go, and the Chiefs took over. Sorry, this is ridiculous. Is Super Rugby its own product, or is it just a byproduct of international rugby? I think we've, we, we, we've answered this before. Currently for New Zealand, the, the pinnacle is to play for the All Blacks. They want them to be successful. I know you'll say they didn't win it this year, but they've been successful the previous two, so they probably think that the model works. So but I can wear it in a World Cup year. I can't wear that every season. It just devalues mm-hmm. the product too much for me. Imagine being a Blues fan. Imagine being a Blues fan. I'll be fucking f- chips. But even you, you said you said you'd rather win the Bledisloe than the Rugby World Cup anyway. So if their mantra is the same thing, then they're preparing for the Bledisloe every year. Fresh slate, fresh slate, new year, fresh slate. Yeah, I just think it devalues Super Rugby too much. If you're trying to sell it to me as the pinnacle, well, then I want the fucking pinnacle. But it's not, no, I don't think anyone is trying to sell it to you as the pinnacle, are they? Well, you're trying to sell me five hours of content a week and I will consume it. Um, <laughs> I want to see the best of the best. I don't want to see your, your, your sloppy second 15. I suppose I return serve to you and say that if you had, if the, the Wallabies rested and minute counted for Jesus, the first few rounds. Pumped, wouldn't we? <laughs> and, oh yeah. Uh, but you ended up winning the blood is low. Would you be happy? It's just not a trade off I want to make now. Ask me in July. Right now, I'm <laughs> super rugby. So basically, you make the trade off in July, then definitely. Yeah, I've got a one track mind, you know, and at the moment, <laughs> I want to get home from work and I want to watch the rugby. Now, I didn't know about this five o'clock kickoff and I didn't like it either. The proletariat out there doing his level, getting home from work. You're a communist. You're on the way home and he's already missed kickoff. That is outrageous, eh? It's just ridiculous. What, what is that about, these early kickoff times? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Jim, I think it's to get a heads up on the league, man, in the AFL. Well, we did start two We're months on before. First. <laughs> um, in more positive rugby news, Yuani just said, "Remember when you didn't pick me at the World Cup? I'm still the best winger around town." He carved up like a Christmas turkey. Did he say that, oh, that... or did he just play like that? He played like that. He played like uh, he was saying that statement. You know. Yeah, right. Can I just say, if he if he actually came out into the media and said he carved like a Christmas turkey, then that would be outstanding. Wouldn't it be cool? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Be cool. Uh, what did you think of old Cruden's comeback game? Yeah, powerful. Real powerful. Really did he make really, a statement? He really did. I think he put um, old Super Bowl on notice. Why don't we just call BB Brady from now on because he's got more interested in that. And I, I, who I think he actually put on notice was um, old mate from the Crusaders. Yeah, Richie Mwanga. Yes, that's what I meant to say. I think it's a three-horse race this year. You really think so? You don't think it's a done deal? I do think it's a done deal because when I look at Nonu's return, they basically said we're not interested regardless of how we play because you haven't been in the setup for a few years. But, yeah, but- I think... Yeah. Given the, the state of which it is now, like we're four years away from World Cup, why would you hand anything to Cruden? Yeah, well, exactly. That's the other question. He, he's not a spring. He did bloody carve like a Christmas turkey, though. <laughs> well, how many turkeys were out there? Mate, it was a Christmas feast. <laughs> um, the offload game in the Chiefs was sensational as well. Mm. Very, yeah, very impressive. Absolutely. Um, what do we th- what do we see for Gatlin and the in the Chiefs moving forward though? Well, I think it's a pretty good squad. This, yeah, yeah, and I think um, the fact that they won this was certainly not their starting fifteen playing was was something. They got the points. They got the W. Um, they didn't play particularly well for forty, but they got the W. Would you say that the Chiefs are probably with Gatlin and players that are there, and uh, you reckon they're in the top five? teams in the whole competition? 
Yeah, I mean, you could argue all the Kiwi sides are. Um, but, it, but yeah, look, it's early days, but, yeah, I think so. I think so. And uh, Ben Darwin, who does his analyticals, he reckons um, they've kept uh, uh, they've kept the majority, more of their players than any other team, them, the Stormers and the Crusaders, um, which apparently has, has moved the needle quite a bit. And then if you inject someone like a Gatlin and a Cruden, I think it's it's good signs. The Retallic's the big loss, though, isn't it? Yeah, uh, but I also think this is a big year. I know we didn't play this weekend, but uh, but getting uh, McKenzie back in that team, I think it's also going to add, because obviously he was injured for quite a while last year. I think he's going to give a spot to that team. But absolutely he's back this weekend, isn't he? Yeah, uh, and I know Retallic's a massive miss, and I'm not trying to say that Brown or Arden are, are equivalent to him. I'm not saying that, but... Um, they still will set you a great platform, and I think the Chiefs will go deep. Yeah, you but throw away. Sorry, Jim. Yeah, I mean that backline will have Weber, Cruden, McKenzie, Leonard Brown, and Stevenson, and Wanui. That's deadly. Mm, it's that, pretty sharp, eh? It's a pretty sharp backline. Well, I just wonder how Gatlin handles that Arsenal. He's been playing territory for eight years. Yeah, but you could argue that he never had the Arsenal in, in Wales. Yes, he had some fantastic players, George North, Jonathan Davis, etc. et al. But now he's got players that have more time, space, etc., and have maybe a wider array. And it's going to allow him to play this more expansive. Which would have been a huge selling point for him to come over. Mm. Absolutely. As if, bored, as if he's not bored to shit kicking footballs in Wales. <laughs> Fuck, I love shit in Welsh people. <laughs> they love it so, um, look surely his plans he wants that all black coaching job before his career is done and dusted do you reckon he'll get it though because I know they've obviously just they've just made a change of the coaching role and then he's going to be one year in the Chiefs then he's going to coach the Lions do you think that do you think he'll ever actually he get it or do you think he he's... won't get that job unless the Chiefs win the Super Rugby yeah Chiefs win Super Rugby and all black struggle for a World Cup cycle he gets the job all Blacks continue to carve, they'll move through an assistant. Mm. That, that's 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 my thoughts. Um, if you're a Blues fan, it's got to hurt, but doesn't it? Just still knows how to, know how to lose a game. Mm. Mm. Oh, just 40 minutes yeah. in, I was like, holy shit, the Blues are going to put something together here and they've still got talent to come back in. Um, and then they mm. pulled their All Blacks off. And just got pumped. Yeah, but the, yeah, dude, and we said this shit out. last year, man, which is why it's so disappointing that Bowden just sat it out. Like, it was probably part of the contract that he initially agreed to that he didn't play this game. But for a team who's lost their first game of rugby for as long as I can remember, they needed to fucking win this one at home. And the only way they're going to do that is by fielding their best fit aim. Mm. He's out for five weeks, I think, BB. Crazy yeah, April, shit, man. Crazy shit. I just think it, it's back to my argument of, of it's the it's the sabbatical almost, which I'm actually more okay than this minutes shit. I'm more yeah. okay having some time off where you get paid in Japan. You're getting paid, you're having some time off. I don't like this, you're there, but we're just playing you for 20. See, my argument is, is you should be back after four weeks because you fucking didn't play in the World Cup final, man. <laughs> you lost a week. <laughs> <laughs> you're back to work, Sorry. champ. Hey, who did they lose to? I don't know. They played that third playoff, though, didn't you? Maybe they count that. Yeah, yeah they, they did. Yeah. Oh, that one hurts, isn't it? <laughs> uh, all right, should we move on the Brumbies Reds? Yeah, sorry. Just very, just for quickly on the Blues, though. Could they, if they're positive enough, they can say that they took all their all blacks off. They got Barrett to come back. You know, maybe they, maybe it will be different this time around. And maybe the fact is that there might be some positivity that they were leaving until they took all their players off. I know what you're saying, but yeah, maybe, maybe of... they look hot, man. They just need to finish this shit off. Yeah, you want yeah. some firepower on the sting. You get the ball to him, you go in places. They're yeah. going to be fun to. Let's be honest, they're going to be fun to watch. Um, yeah, absolutely. So the next one, Reds, Brumbies. I, I watched it very intently. I really, really enjoyed this game because there's so many new stories to come out of it. Um, mm. And it really was was a tussle um, who was going to win. And I think the Reds, man, they're, they're, the fact that they dominated set piece. Mm, that was massive. Tupo has arrived as a scrummager. He was sensational. 
sensational. And just the fact that they put the pressure on the Brummies there, which is where the Brummies have dominated everyone, um, was really, really impressive. I thought Wilson at eight. Um, if that kid doesn't end up the Wallaby eight, I'll give it away. He looks so good. Mm. Um, I mean, he might be two years off that jersey. The guy's a bit more physically developed, might get a run for a little while, but he'll be in and around that squad and he'll be the Wallaby eight for a long time, I reckon. Um, I mean, that's a big call this by one game, but he really, really impressed me. So a, re- a lot to like about that Reds pack, um, especially, and, and you're going to get sick of hearing this, especially because of their age. Very impressive. Such a such a private schoolboy rugby name, Harry Wilson, eh? Isn't it? <laughs> is Harry Wilson, Liam Wright, and Angus Scott Young? That is from the <laughs> prefect class of insert private schoolboy school here. Uh, what what else did it excite you about the Reds, though? Looking at it, because um, I saw you tweeted about um, James O'Connor having a very mature performance at twelve. Still think he needs to maybe utilise a Patera outside him a little bit more. But yeah, I thought um, Patera was um, was quiet. But it's hard when you're Patera. We expect every game you to be Donal Lomo in nineteen ninety five at the moment. Like the the press that's on him, he's nineteen. Mm. Outside centre is one of those positions where you can have quiet days. Mm. We've seen it happen to Kurundrani. We've seen it happen to many other players. You, it can be a quiet position there, 13. And this game was played up front a bit more than it was out wide. Pateo was quiet. O'Connor impressed me um, with his with his maturity. There's one poor decision at the end and one mistake in the first half. But it, it's a different O'Connor. It's not a frantic O'Connor. It's an O'Connor who likes tackling Willing to get over the ball seems to be a lot doing a lot of talk in defence. Um, I think a lot to like about him there. Um, Lucas at ten didn't have his best game. I think for Lucas, he looked like he was trying to do a bit too much. Um, I think he's still a fifteen learning ten. I think he'll be a good ten, um, but I think he's still learning ten. And then the other bloke, and I, I tweeted this as well. I just think Hegarty is so underrated. Yeah, but the problem is, I, I agree with that. But he's become one of those players who's just become—he's just kept on moving around. So, he's but he wins a gonna... title everywhere he moves. No, I I agree with you, but I just—he needs to find a club, stick with it, and then and find his position, whether that's ten, fifteen, whatever it may be. And and well, I agree, he he'll get. And he's had the um, one of, someone tweeted us that he's got the same kicking coach and skills coach that Wilkinson had. Um, okay. We had a really intensive. The Reds did. Um, Thorn brought the coach in, and Hegarty did a lot of work with him. And I think he can see it with his kicks in play. But I do think the Reds still need a better long kicking game to get him out of trouble. Mm. Um, but yeah, lots of talking about the Reds. Yeah, comparing fullback, I'm going to go fullback to fullback. Hegarty to uh, to Banks. Did he show that uh, he was a miss in the World Cup? Jim, sorry. Um, I do have a point on Hegarty. Yeah, I think he's in so many systems that he's had to play or be malleable to a point of positions that have never been or had any consistency. So when he was at the Tars, and they had a 5'8", they had a 15, they had an inside centre. And when the injuries went, he had to go and fill those spots. So I think he's a victim of having to be so versatile but now he's been given a 15. I just think his decision-making still is a bit like what position does it fit? Yeah. I think it can be tough. I'm, I'm picking him in my next Wallaby squad, but I'm saying as a Mr. Consistent, he's someone who, who probably doesn't get the raps that he deserves. Mm. Yeah, because he's yeah. one of those guys who never like, wow, how good is he? But he is part of everything that is good. Yeah, exactly. And if you look, clubs that have had success have had Bryce Hegarty in them. Tarzan, yeah. How much- the Reds, like he, it seems to follow him success. So I don't know. We'll probably won't mention him again this season. Um, but good on him. I thought he played a good game and, and he's a bit underrated. Now, so if, he, um, if if just to just to clarify, he didn't carve like a Christmas turkey. So what analogy? How would you rate him on the Christmas scale? I just reckon Christmas scale. He, he's your bread roll. He's your bread bread roll. Oh. You're happy it's there, but you don't even mention it. 
Okay. All right. Nice. All right. Nice Brad Rose, fuck. That's doing a disservice to Brad Rose, man. I reckon <laughs> the pom-poms you have to do with the person next to you, they're always a bit shit. No, nah, no. Nah, the pom-poms, they're all <laughs> exciting and they never deliver. Nah. That nah, they look pretty, but they're a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's Ned Anigan. Yeah, that is oh, Ned Anigan. He's a bum Looks pretty, but a bit shit, man. I now have an image of Ned Hannigan sitting at a Christmas table with a hat on, looking really sad in the corner because no one wants to talk to him. Poor Ned Hannigan didn't even play. Um, so going over to the Brumbies, Tom Banks, yeah, he, yeah, yep. Like he just, he's there, isn't he? Like, yeah, absolutely. And he really is in that conversation for that starting 15 shirt at the moment. Great picking you know, game, exceptional running game. He's probably not quite the link man, but I don't mind that from a 15, especially if you're playing one of your centres as a playmaker. The only thing I want to see from Banks, a little bit more tackling. Mm. Yeah, he's been his springboard, man. He's been in around. He's had a wall of his debut. He's in the talk of the town. This is his season. It is what he makes it, and his consistency is what lets him down. So I just want to see him back or string a couple of great games together. Yeah, and this is fucking matter. I like it. Tom Wright on the other wing is, and I tweeted this during the game, he's a wallaby this year for sure. Yeah. I I don't think he's a winger. I still don't think he's a winger. Um, Just because I've watched so many schoolboy highlights closer to the ball, and uh, and I've seen – what a ball player he can be, but he, he's a gun, mate, wherever you find a spot for him. Um, I just hope he doesn't end up one of those blokes that doesn't find a position. How do you see it? Because you're talking about finding a position. At the moment, if you look at that Brumby back line, I'm, I'm going to be rude to Simone. Do you see him moving into that 12 position slightly as the season progresses? Maybe eventually, but I think Simone's doing a job right now. I think he he's, does a lot of the talk out there. Mm. Um and no he, does, he does some kicking for them. My only problem with Simone is I just he looks like he's in slow motion. Like I know he, he mustn't be, because that would be really strange. But he looks like he's in slow motion. I can't work it out. I think the other one that uh, talking about that backline as well. Just uh, there was the big rap about um, Kater, you know, doing the code switch and everything. Um, I know it's difficult standing out in the wing, get the ball, etc. But that was it. He didn't do as well as I anticipated him to be after the big well, round. I thought he was pretty, pretty deadly. He ran over yeah. um, Lucas a few times early. Um, I think he's a, a mid-champion. Yeah, he stands up to defend. Though he really impressed me, Kata, because um, I didn't have wraps on him. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking barely mates of warriors in the league. He'll be shit. Um, it, it, it looks like a beast, mate. His calves are the size of my head. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think he had some firepower out there. Um, and you can simplify the wing position, man. You don't really need to ask a lot of that cat other than to run at someone. You can yeah, really yeah. simplify that. Yeah, and I think he could do that that finishing role that Naivaro's played or Naholo. Five, ten metres out, you're not stopping this cat one-on-one. No. Um, and the and how dominant the Brumbies can be with set piece, the red shut him down. Um, he's someone you you could put in, you could strategically put in very valuable positions near the line. So I'm interested to see how he develops. Obviously, the thoughts is you know the kicking game. Um, maybe maybe there's a weakness there because of his league background, but it remains to be seen. Um, yeah. I think the one thing we're, we're not given raps is the ten. Um, what a game. They do. Lolesio, 20 years old, um, controlled the game. He was absolutely, I would say, controlled or, or composure, the fact that he showed throughout it. I thought he was he was very good because, as we said, we weren't sure who the uh, the 10 was going to be and he's definitely stuck his head above the parapet and I think it's his position to lose and excited by the progress he's going to make, really. I, I can't, like, how exciting is this, this 10 challenge between the three young blokes? Um, and, and at the moment, Lalesio's just popped his head out in front because he looked the most composed. Um, oh, absolutely. Paul Will Harrison, I mean, you've in Crusaders in New Zealand. Tough, tough gig. Um, and then Lucas, I can't speak more highly about. Um, he just looked a little bit more frantic. Lalesio looked more like, yeah, super rugby, I've got this. Who do you reckon had more pressure on him that game? The win. 
What it, what I, I think the Reds did because the Brumbies are at home for a little while. Um, I worry. My worry for the Reds is they drop this one. They're now traveling. They're gone for five weeks or something before they're back in Queensland. Now, I understand that decision is probably weather-related, that you don't really want Super Rugby in Queensland in February, so you may as well be travelling during that time. My yeah. worry for the Sorry. Reds is they're going to start this season 0-5. And, and then it'll be they're young, they're developing, it's understandable, blah, 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 and they wouldn't have arrived. Now, it could have the opposite effect where it galvanises them, they get some points while traveling, and they come home and make it a fortress. Um, after looking at this, after after looking at uh, watching some of these games this week, they've got a chance against the Lions and the Sunwolves at their first four games. You know, let's be honest. They get some pressure. They'll be good to go. They'll be good to go. Some pressure, Jim. Did you mean the teams or the tens? I meant the team to win. So, like, oh, okay. I reckon it was the Reds too. The Reds have been all the talk in the off season. And all the talk about a developing team desperately waiting to arrive. And I think they were like, this has to be it. And it's not all over for them, but fuck. Coming back with one win after you trip away, it's probably not a great reflection. Yeah, they, they need some points. And then they'll be fine because they are bloody good players and we shouldn't underestimate them. They were caught off guard for the first 15 minutes, though. I I, I think a few of those kids were like, right. The Forgivable. Want nuts for 20, and then the Reds carved for the next 50 minutes of that game, and then the Brummies just sort of just started to overpower them. And that, for me, really comes down to Samu and Valentini. Yeah. No, the crowd. The crowd got them home, man. They were loud and they were proud. <laughs> Understandable, though, wasn't it? Bushfires. <laughs> Seven people. And still 30-odd degrees at night, no? It was kickoff was 39 degrees. Yeah. Mm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, Great. let's just jump on that point. Why are we watching rugby? Uh, because, you, because you want to get a march on the fact that every other code probably that no one else is playing, so they want to get some people to watch it, probably, part yeah. one. I'm but just not, I'm not about it. I'm, not, I'm watching the, the Big Bash was on, the tennis was on, I'm confused. Why is rugby on? I'm um, just trying to get a more, is, break, more of a break between international yeah. and domestic. That's what... I was just about to say, the next next thing is the international calendar. They have to get it in so it gives them time to lead up into the series. And what We've sorted it out. It's, the season's too long, then. You don't play everyone. Cut some to It's just shit. We shouldn't be playing rugby in January. And Thorne came out after the game and said, I'll never let my players play in that heat again. Look, well, yeah, he doesn't have to yeah, in 40-degree heat. But to be fair, he has no choice. If they do it again next year, he's definitely going to put out his team again. So I don't. that's just an empty statement. But good on him for saying it. It's not safe. That's ridiculous. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But it's 40 it's, degrees. I, can't, no, I, I, I agree with that. But to say... I won't walk to the game, when it's 40 degrees. I just, I just, it's crazy to me. They've, they've got that wrong. Not to mention, where was the advertising? Who knew it was starting? If you're going to start a month earlier, maybe tell someone. And then don't. Well, that's on Fox, and Fox are done with it, isn't it? Yeah, well, it looks that way. They're, they're hooking everyone. I, I don't know. It just didn't impress me. But that's just a whinge. I still love the rugby, and I'm still watching. Uh, yeah. But as a fan of wanting the sport to grow, they've just got that wrong. Well, no one wants. Remember the ads, the old Razzle Dazzle? Yeah, I just love that shit. There's none of that. Where's the razzle dazzle? <laughs> anyway, there's none of that. Next game. Yeah. Next yeah, game. Okay. Yeah. How about CEO stood up by Tupac? Thoughts? Man, we always talk about the Brumbies being a world class pack, but they don't really hold up internationally. Yes, no. they do. The Wallabies were outstanding at this World Cup. And I think the development of the Reds and what Thorns do in there only strengthens it. It's just the other two clubs that worry me. I think I thought you two brilliant set pieces going at it on the weekend. Um, and just side note, finding it a score is free money. <laughs> How, free much money. Money. How much did you make? How much did you make? Oh, mate, I don't share those sorts of figures. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so Anyone get up? Anyone get up for this next one? Shackles. Yeah. 
Mate, I was going to watch it, but the advertising, none of the ads reminded me it was on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, sir? But even if I even if I loved the game as much as, you know, that I was willing to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, um, I don't think I'd still get up for the balls because, let's be honest, they just don't score tries, do they, really? Let's be honest. There's no. a, and, I, and I know I'm a Northern Hemisphere lover and everything, but literally, let's have a look. Um, they say, He's kicked a goal, and he's kicked another goal, and he's like, why would I get up at four o'clock in the morning to watch it? Like, no, I'm I agree. But did you see that tackle Stain made? Yeah, I was, yeah, but love that shit. Yeah, that's it. Um, I mean, that's all I saw of the game. It was a really good tackle, though. Was it a bit of razzle dazzle? It was a bit of razzle dazzle. Nah, I missed mm. it. I, I like the razzle dazzle. They got a razzle dazzle. Get to an age where they just start tackling. It's usually around thirty. Fly half size. This... Yeah, tackle. So does that mean you're going to start tackling now, Blake? Yeah, well, I just hit thirty, mate. It might. If I make a return, I might actually tackle someone. I'm standing. See you down Southern Districts, then. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> this uh, Bulls team put... looked boring as shit. <laughs> I love that he's a bit. Um, Unclear his audio. <laughs> Just I was in firing shots about the Bulls. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, Jim. Yeah, I agree, Jim. Whatever you just said, yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, uh, to get you angry, probably as a uh, lover of Australian rugby, do you want to push to Sunwolves with Rebels? Yeah. No. What, what frustrated? What did you frustrated you more? Was it the fact that that Dargaville actually looked pretty good? The fact that the Rebels. We're so far behind, we're, you know, further 14 points behind than what they ended up losing because they scored the last 14 points. Dude, I had no idea. I had no idea Ben Teo had signed a contract with the Sunwolves. Yeah. When did that happen? And he he actually looked pretty good, too. Let's be honest, for a guy. He's He's a good footy player. Yeah. Um, Garth April was all right. He's a decent player, too. Is that Ricky Page? Oh, shit. They've just got South Africans. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if he was. He's in there as well because um, what's his name? Jackson Hope plays that Does he? Fuck off. Oh, he does too. How's um? They've just stacked this for a last hurrah. This squad. Yeah, but it's, it's just frustrating. They just frustrating the ball with this Sunwolf shit so badly. Like they bought them in and 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 set them up so poorly that they just sucked. Hmm. And now that they're finally getting some traction, we've already booted them. Um, but it's also the fact that there's no buy-in from any of the Japanese super teams, you know. Um, and so, therefore, a lot of the Japanese players that played so well in the World Cup are not even in this squad. So There is buy-in from the fans, though. They get yeah, a absolutely. Than the other countries. Yeah, there was more play. There was more fans at one of the uh, rugby games I think last weekend. I don't think it was the Sunwolves than there was at any of the soccer games that had played uh, for a while. So that's a, a positive. It kind yeah, of worked well though because the Japanese domestic comps just finished, and now the mm. Sunwolves are starting to play a few games. So you run off the momentum of that interest. Mm. I just I don't know, mate. They just fumbled the ball, something serious with it, to the point where to me it almost feels like they're not in the comp. The Sunwolves. It's yeah, like a, well, it's a strange fixture you have every now and then when you play the Sunwolves. Mm. I don't know. I just, I'm not. I just can't get past it. Has it feel that they're top in the conference right now? I mean, this this is the worry with the Rebels. They they've they. I thought that we were worried they'd be at the bottom of the Australian Conference because they, they picked a strong side and they just got pumped. Well, no, I can't agree with you on that because I actually thought they'd be at least probably mid middle of the Australian Conference, maybe near the top. They kept a lot of their players if you look at the team. But do you know what? After that performance this weekend, they are in a whole heap of trouble. And do you know what? Maybe we need to start pointing the finger at the coach a little bit more because are they progressing? They, if you look at the players that they've got in that, in that squad, they should be doing better. So... You know, they always talk about the culture down there being amazing, and we maybe not shouldn't overreact after one game, but maybe we do need to look a little bit deeper. You know, what, I'm going to be what, brutal, but how many legit like players in the team are Wallabies that would walk into another Super Rugby team? Hala Petty, Corabetti, Tamua, Nasarani. I don't think there's another bloke in that squad. 
Yeah, but still, you've got. I mean, you still got good players like are in that. At one point, we were talking about Philip being in the conversation. Even um, uh, Meeks was in the conversation at some point. So you've got. It's not like you've just got a bunch of young players coming in or journeymen that haven't found a cup. They, My they worry is two of those blokes are injured. That you just said that are, that are okay. Mm. And only much, okay. And only as much but, else. Yeah, but even Jones and Hardwick, I don't know. I just think they should be. I think they should be better. They shouldn't be losing away to the Sunwolves. You know, thirty six twenty seven and. No, but the Sunwolves aren't the Sunwolves of twenty seventeen. Mm. When you look at the team in which they've picked, you look at the team that they're running with, man, and it's not too dissimilar to the team they had last year, which would tell me that they think they're pretty close to winning this thing, which you and I both know is not the case at all. Just didn't win a game the second half of the season. And they had, I mean, Will Guinea just doesn't get the props he deserves. They Will Guinea. He was a freak. He won a freak. three games last year. Yeah, 100. 100% he did. And, I mean, Quaid cops some shit. He's a good super rugby player. Do you think um, Tamua's stock will decrease playing in this team? Yeah. It's early days, though. Let's, let's give him a chance. I think, I think it was a bit of an ambush. I, I don't think the Sunwolves are the Sunwolves of old. Um, I think they're better than, than we give them credit for. Um, I think travel will hurt them in the long run, the Sunwolves, and they'll fall off. But I think they're going to start the season pretty well. So, yeah, I don't the know. Thing is with, the a chance. Yeah, but those, if you look at the Rebels, though, they're potentially – yeah, they got the Brumbies uh, in Canberra this weekend. High, ch- high chance of losing that game. But then I just think Tars, who, gets manhandled in that game. Yeah. Even, and then you got the Tars. And then, I'm looking forward to watching that. Yeah. But then after that, they, if you look at it, they got the Sharks, Highlanders, Lions. Like, this, they could Tigers, go the same. <laughs> Haguaras. Um, they could go 0-5 themselves, you know, and then that's the season done and dusted within the first five games. Yeah, we'll say we'll give them a chance. There, there, there's, there's something there. There's something there. But they just seem to have lost it from about mid last season. Let's hope we can find it. Yeah, so that's what I'm asking. Should we? Do we need to look at at, at the coaching a little bit more, or is it just an expectation that they're they're playing to the level that they should be at? Need a few more weeks because last year the coaching was a criticism. They didn't evolve or adapt. But when you have Quaid, you are likely to play a style. So let's see what what new style emerges. Did they play this at a new stadium? This isn't at Prince Chuchi Boochi. This is level five stadium. Anyone recognise that? I am not sure, Jim. I am not sure. Yeah, check it out, man. Not a bad stadium. I mean, I love Chuchi Boochi, but level five stadium's all right. I bet you it's the same shit. Oh dear! Uh, Next one, then Crusaders Tars. Yeah, I mean, just brutal for the Tars. You just played comfortably the best team in the comp in New Zealand. Now, don't get me wrong; you want to win the competition. This is where you need to be, or thereabouts. Um, The Tars aren't going to win the competition, so it's a brutal first game. Um, Brutal. They did all right. I mean, they're conceding 43 is no good, but they certainly showed something. Mm. You showed a few glimpses of, of individual moments, you know. Um, as you said, Harrison, it was like a welcome to the uh, or lamb to slaughter, but he had, a, he had a solid game at 10, and for him, he's going to alert a lot from that. Um, I think I think he'll come on real well too, yeah. Um, I, I, I The winger who we didn't say his name last week. I'm still not 100% sure how to say his name, but he showed uh, uh, glimpses of... of, uh, of I practised it during the week. I thought I had it, but I don't have it now and I don't want to balls it up again. Glimpses. No. He was fucking incredible. Incredible. Mm. But again, defensively, the way I say, you know, incredible in attack, just maybe in defence not as effective as... Yeah, sorry for one tackle, but I did see him make a couple too. Um, yeah, true. Uh, high ball carries the ball in two hands. That finish for one of those tries. Oh, the vision for the intercept. Um, I am up and about for that young man. I unfortunately um, watched this over the shoulder of a much larger gentleman, so I could only catch a little. But 
Every time I so look at that man, Bill was moving laterally. And, and I just worry about Harrison being a young 10 in a team that has been Bills for a very long time. Mm. He would be a great dude to fucking learn off, but I just don't know if you want to emulate the way in which he plays the game, especially now that they've flushed everything out. Bill still seems to be carrying around this old style, this old art of how to play football. Mm. I'm I'm concerned. Keep Bill at 15 and you're fine. If Bill goes to 12, then that lateral stuff's a problem. At 15, he can do what he likes. I, I just think... reckon Bill's the loudest dude in that back line calling all the shots. Mm. Yeah. Hunt runs his mouth a bit. Yeah, but fuck, he's just doing business there. He's trying to sell yeah. shit. He is. Hey, Blake. Yeah. Blake, were you, were you in the same pub as Jim? Because he talks about a big fella, but I thought he was only like 5'2", the guy that was stood in front of Jim. No? Jim's only a little fella, Richard. Oh, okay. Sorry. Just wanted yeah. to clarify. Sorry. Um, Hooper, Hooper was impressive. Got through plenty of work. I thought Jed Holloway looked um, good for his stint in Europe and big. Yeah, he's big, man. Fucking like all the turkeys going to Holloway. Um, Simmons, you know, shit as always. But Jesus, looked fucking angry in a post-game interview, so I'm excited he's captain. Yeah, but you're angry after the event. Please use that anger during the game. It's a proper looks like an angry customer, that bloke. Um, Maddox obviously was late to join them, but he needs to be starting. Hmm. So does Dempsey, in fairness. Swinton, no disrespect to Swinton, but Dempsey needs to go in at that Absolutely. And he made a difference when he came on. And I also want that league to get some minutes. And, um, for Kelly goes all right, but I'm, I'm keen to see how that league goes at 13. Cesano, who? Mawera or whatever from Parramatta Eels. I don't know, bro. Spoke to a few of my league fans. Good male. Apparently, he was a good um, schoolboy rugby player back in the day. So I am, and big boy too. I think he'll give me a bit what, of starch. What did you, <laughs> what did you think of old uh, your mate Robbie coming in for the Tars? Robbie Abel with his uh, first performance for the Tars. Yeah, look, yeah, I think he went all right. It's better than sitting on the bench in Canberra where the Tars have no set piece. So is he the is he the forty year old? Is he forty? No, oh, I'm, that's, thinking um, I'm thinking of Josh Man Ray. He's getting red cards, being eight old. No, no, Abel, um, Abel played all right. The mm. the Tars front row looked um, a step forward. I think. I think Robertson. They they missed him last year when he was out for a bit of the season. Um, and getting Faulkner just stacks that front row a bit. And I think last year their tight five struggled. I don't think these blokes are world beaters, um, but I think there's there's something there. No, but I, that's the worry, though, for the Waratahs. You're picking up two guys who couldn't who didn't play much for the Rebels last year and now are starting in your, as your front row. Still an mm. area for development, but it is an improvement, I suppose, ultimately at the end of the day. Exactly. I just think it, it's not a strength, but at least it's not a – glaring weakness is how it felt last year as well. No, absolutely. Uh, Crusaders, not really much to say about them really, and I feel really bad because they're, they're just there, as we've already said, they're the best team in the competition probably. Their back line has continues to impress. Oh, really impressing me. I mean, he's already an all-black, but he's, he's he feels like he's going to a next level. You feel like mm. you know this next cycle is his cycle um, mm. where he's going to be very, very impressive. You know, I, I liked uh, Enor's performance in, in the 13 channel as well. He played well. Good looking. Um, and even then, he's a good looking rooster. But even just the, even just uh, all, all the forward sets, such a good platform. And there's been changes in that pack this year, obviously, as we know. Um, but just they just find other very, very good players. And it's that thing of here we are banging on about this Australian prospect. And you just look at someone like Will Jordan. He'll barely get a mention on our podcast. He's mm. better than any of them. Bikes a gun. Like, there's just so much. There's just talent for days there. Mm, absolutely. Uh, let's push quicker. No, no one's getting them, by the way, ever. So. No, I saw someone um, say something online the other day that they thought the Stormers would beat them. I was like, definitely not. Um, yeah, Stormers, though. Jamie Roberts excites me a lot. Yeah, they were... Yeah, and they haven't. To Ben Darwin's credit, he said that as well. His little analytical thing said um, Stormers.
He just he just posted that Chase and Storm is looking root. Can't I mean that? Jim, are you are you getting a bit jealous, Jim? Richard, I don't fuck around with the front row, and you know that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, uh, yes, Dr. Jamie Roberts, the Welshman. Yeah, he's, I'm excited to watch him play. Um, but let's be honest. If we're if we're picking some, if we're still picking someone between the Stormers and the Crusaders, you're still picking the Storm. You're still picking the Crusaders, aren't you? Let's be honest. Yeah, it all depends to who's at home. Because um, Detroit's just there's a gun, mate. Absolute yeah. gun. Khaleesi yeah, gun. Man. I really, I've made a lot this team. Stormers. Okay. Like. Yeah, you, you are a betting man. You have ten dollars. Yeah, you Crusaders have to put it on. all day, every yeah. day. Yeah. So. But what I thought was impressive about this Stormers performance, this isn't the Hurricanes, um, not picking their All Blacks. This is a good Hurricanes team. Mm. Um, and by the way, the Stormers will miss Khaleesi because I think he's going to be out for, I think I saw six weeks, I think. So they'll miss him when he's out, by the way. They will, um, but they do have a pretty handy back row, though. Mm. Um, Hurricanes, the, the problem for them, and I didn't watch this one in detail, is their, their pack. It's always mm. been their problem. Yeah, but the problem is with the Hurricanes, if you think, what was it, two years ago, three years ago, they ended up getting smashed 50 by 50 or close to 50 points by the uh, Brumbies in Canberra, and then they ended up winning the comp that year. So you never know what's going to happen with the Canberra. Exactly. It's very, very early days. So you're sure they'll just keep building. And I guess with so many All Blacks in that back line, they're probably only just come back into the team. Absolutely. And it's going to take a uh, while to get to that peak performance. Hmm. Uh, a performance that I was uh, really impressed by was the uh, Haguaris 10 that came on very early in that game. I think the the, seven, the 10 went off after about 10 minutes and then the, the other guy came on. He played very he, he played very well. Like, and they're, they're a chance, as we've already said. Like, they're a massive chance for this comp this year. They are so... That, to me, they're the tennis player who just loves an unforced error. Like they just dominate and then they just shoot themselves in the foot. And where that shooting in the foot is occurring is set piece. Mm. They could dominate games if they could dominate the set piece. But at mm. the moment, scrum and line, they'll get a penalty because they're so good ball in play. All their players get over the ball. They'll get that penalty and then they'll just lose their next line out. And then they'll defend their hearts out. Um you know, get that turnover, do some offloads, make 30 metres, drop the ball, get pumped at the scrum. So, Which that, was, that still surprises me. That front row of the Lions, what is it? Smith, Janssen, Duplessis. He's, like, he's very good, by the way. I'm not saying that. But I still didn't expect them to dominate the scrum as much as what they did in that game. Yeah, and I guess you've still got that Argentinian stereotype in your head. That mm. you don't, you don't, they dominate set-piece and they're just not... And I think that that's the worry for them. They could dominate games um, mm. if they if they could close out that part of it. And I mean, look at the Brummies last year. I don't think they played that well for half the season, but their control of set piece put them in dominant positions. The Jags have not. Yeah, but ball in play, they're pretty consistent. Like, I didn't realise you were a pass, and pass. The backs are lightning. Everyone tackles. Their line speed is probably the best in the competition. Um, yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is that... But that's really wouldn't be an issue if they dropped it and then they were a threat at the scrum. The problem is they drop it then they give away a penalty at the scrum. Then they can the line out. Yeah. Which cat? Uh, surely he's in Europe getting paid, isn't he? No, he wanted to. Wasn't he dabbling? I don't think that actually happened. Um, yeah, mate, previous event is awesome. He's another bloke who can't do set face. No. He's a flanker. He plays hooker, and he's bloody good at it. Mm. 
And he, I love the chats he has with the referee as well. It's very good. Yeah, they're very so lines are a bit disappointing. Yeah, very disappointing. But again, you look at the team. Um, they were only they were the close at halftime, wasn't it? Ten eight or something like that, and then you just mm. fell apart. And I understand you want to praise their Hag, their Haguares for stepping it up, but yeah, the lines are a worry for me. The Stormers, obviously, are the main ones to to come out of that South African conference, other than the Hags, and I don't think there's much else really. Should we do a quick uh, look into next week and then a quick yarn about Six Nations? Yeah, absolutely. Let's go, Jim. You want to go first? Who's your first pick uh, for uh, next week? Uh, Highlanders, Sharks. Yep, Highlanders for me. For me, this yeah. is. The thing is about Highlanders, we said last week that I, uh, I worry about them as a team, but I just think their first game at home, Sharks travelling, I think the Highlanders will, will end up getting this. Not by much, but they'll... they'll I think this home. is one of those too early in the season to have any idea you pick the home team. Uh, Brum- I would I would put put it out there that they're not travelling economy like us at the back of the plane, you know, getting a you travel I'm the opposite. I crossed the day and I shit ten times on the flight. Yeah, it's a mess. It's an aeroplane. I don't think it is. I don't, I don't, I don't think. Can I just confirm? Have you put the uh, pajamas on and had a shower and a glass of champagne, Jim, on the plane? I still had a drink on the plane. Um, look, I, I, in, with that in said, I'm going to go the Highlanders over the non-shitting sharks. Or I'm going to go to the Highlanders as well over maybe the very shitty Sharks. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll make a big bang. Um, right, next one. Right. Brummy uh, Gravel. Yeah, don't forget. Gravel will be absolutely hurting and they'll, they'll give this everything, but they just under the tie five to, to hang with the Brumbies. Uh, Rumbies next, Chiefs Crusaders. Oh shit! This could be um, later on in the season. This could have very big implications. A game like this, I'm really interested. Obviously, I, we don't know when this podcast will come out, but at this stage, teams hasn't been named, so I'm interested to to what side the Chiefs pick because last week it wasn't. Their strongest side? Their strongest side, this is very, very interesting, but I'm probably still leaning the Crusaders just for consistency. Yeah, I wouldn't go Crusaders for that very reason. I think if they pick their, uh, even close to their strong team, I still think they get home. However, the travel might be in effect, have an effect, but I still pick the Crusaders. Travel? Yeah, Crusaders. Uh, oh, no, sorry. They were at home, weren't they? Apologies. Sorry. Was that a half-hour flight? Yeah, sorry. How shit perfectly fine, Richard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's... A little bit of metamucil and you're fine. Okay, sweet. Thanks, man. Uh, Tars up in Newcastle versus the Blues. Who are you going for? Nah, Tars. They got they lost in Newcastle to the Summers last time. They'll know about that. I reckon there's enough young talent in this squad. And there's that back row of the Tars, Dempsey Hooper, Holloway. Um, they'll be good. I reckon the Tars will, will get this done. I'm not overly confident, um, but I, I think the Tars are better than we've led on on this podcast. All right. Okay, then let's go the Tars. Come on. Home, home field advantage. Chad, uh, Lion, mm, Lions, Reds. Where that? My phone ringing. It's Chad. Now they're hung up. Sorry. Push on. Does Chad, because, you know, obviously he's an, he's obviously the, it's the country in Africa, he might have an opinion. South Africa, the Lions versus the Reds, who do you reckon he'd pick? What are your thoughts, boys, on this one? I 
I reckon the Reds are the better side. I reckon, like, neutral ground, the Reds are the better side, but travel's a real thing if those players haven't shat for 10 days. Yeah, but they're both not shat because the Lions have come back from Argentina and the Reds are obviously going to South Africa. So maybe maybe they neither of them are defecating right at this moment in time. So therefore... Yeah, maybe. And something about the youth of the Reds makes me think that they will either... The travel's almost exciting. Mm. Like, for a lot of those blokes, it's their first time over there. Like, I saw Jordan Bayer posting stuff on his Instagram. It's his first time in Africa. Mm. Let's let's go out there. I'm going to go Reds. Just let's come on. Let's let's, let's give it up. Let's go Reds. Who are you going for, boys? Um... Yeah, good. Let's go, Reds. Let's get this done. You win this one, their season is going. Mm. Next two, uh, Stormers. Yeah, I'm going Stormers at home against the Bulls. No travel. I know Bulls haven't got to travel far, but I think Stormers are a much better team. Stormers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're going to go Stormers, Blake? Uh, yes, I am. I think they, they look good this year. Just so you know, the teams we've picked... If we all go the hags in this last one, if we were to get the round, it's paying forty eight dollars on sports bet. Just so you know. Yeah, but sports bets suck. There's a and I don't promote gambling. That's disgusting. Push on. No, absolutely. <laughs> it's not the worst. <laughs> maybe maybe go and look at Ladbrokes or some other betting site as well. But um, gamble. It's no good. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I'd actually go the hags in the last game as well. Yeah, I actually would. Yeah, I mean, the Hurricanes, it's a very good side on paper, but I don't know if they've got the set piece to dominate the Hags, and I think the Hags can match it with any one ball in hand. Mm, absolutely. Um, rugby. All right, boys. Well, that's a wrap-up of the Super Rugby. You want to quickly have a quick yarn about how good France were? Because they were very good, and England were not very good. So we'll have a... Wait, well, they won the last two under-20 World Cups and their average age of their team is 22 or something on the weekend. They are starting something, but they are France. They are France, though, Jim. I was just about mm-hmm. to say that, too. Uh, if, if we look at it really objectively, I just think that their, their past history suggests that they're going to mess it up at some point. Thank you. <laughs> they really that that no one does it better than them. Look, they were they were sensational. That kick that, that French bike did that just went ninety meters is mm. one of the greatest out of hand kicks I've ever seen in rugby. Um, super super impressive. Um, England, the, the criticism is arrogance. Eddie Jones came out and said, "We're going to belt them. We're going to you know they won't know what they're in for. They're so young and." It, it's not a good look when it doesn't work, um, but that's Eddie, isn't it? He's provocative. Yeah, completely. Well, I thought what was most interesting, though, and, and I only I did watch the extended highlights, but was um, France just shut down England's pack? What I was actually going to say, I don't like it's it showed again. Other than the bit of magic from old uh, Johnny May, I think it showed again England have a potential lack of leadership within that team, a lack of Plan B, which we said from the beginning. Um, not being able to work out problems on the fly, sticking too much to structures and not being able to play what's That's anybody's Like love yeah. structures. Yeah, and unfortunately, England are struggling to, to, to go past that. And, you know, Tuolangi being injured and not having Billy Vulapona of any uh, Billy Vulapona, I think it just caused too many, too many problems. And, just not those big yeah. ball-carrying forwards. More, uh, yeah. This was a more Australian pack, Curry, Hill. Yeah. Toji Laws, like, guys over the ball, elusive. But you just didn't have those units trucking it up. No, what frustrates me as an Englishman as well, not particularly about this guy, you see Sean Edwards who's gone over to the the French team and their their defence has picked up twofold. I I don't really know why he's never been asked to be part of the England setup. Please, someone tell me if they know why. Um, All right. All right. 
Well, we won't be. Yeah. But I feel sorry for that Furbank, Furbank bloke at fullback on debut. Came in late and just got panned by everyone online and the press. Mm. You hope the kid gets another go. France, very, very impressive. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they should be red hot to to go far in the Six Nations tournament, but it's not an easy tournament, though, is it? No, absolutely. Unless you're playing Italy. Every, yeah, every game means something. And, and I think that, you know, just goes to the fact if you look at the Scotland-Ireland game, as much as Ireland come away with a win, there were so many question marks about that Scottish team again, you know, the fact that they can't um, hog, can't put the ball down. It just feels like it's the same thing um, in regards to got some encouraging moments. But you reckon Finn Russell plays, they win this? Pardon, sorry? You reckon Finn Russell doesn't get on the beers and actually plays, they win this? Mm, it's that not was... as simple as that. It's not as simple as that, but potentially, yes. It's just there wasn't much in this, and Finn Russell's a freak. Um, mm. Kind of sad, that whole yarn. I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I, I hope he's in the right headspace. Yeah, no. And, and look, it was good to see from a Scottish point of view the uh, the scrum uh, was very effective as well. You know, that's a, a going back. Yeah, I love that shit, though. I'm a sucker for it, aren't I? Can I just say, I thought Jim had gone. That was outstanding. A little interlude, Jim. <laughs> I like that. I thought he was gone too. I like that shit, Jim. I like it a lot. Uh, I just feel like Ireland are the least evolved international side. Undeniable that they were guns three years ago. I just haven't, I don't know, I haven't seen new players emerge or new playing styles emerge from them. I feel like... I know we're, I know we're going to talk about Super Rugby, but do you look at that team and that game and when you look to play them later on this year, uh, do you think, no, nah, we got this? I do if we new coaches can handle that style of play. Checker could not handle teams that played percentage rugby. He, he couldn't do it. He, we just lost every time. Didn't matter if it was Scotland or England or we looked better against New Zealand. We did just lost, lose Jimmy, just dropped out there. We looked better against New Zealand and South Africa than we did Scotland. We we could not play that style of rugby. Um, if we if we haven't got past that ailment, no, they'll pump us. Um, if we have, yeah, we'll be fine. Um, and if I look at the Reds and the Brumbies, I think I think we do have the pack um, to to handle that style of rugby. Whether we've got a ten that can can control the game and kick well enough, or a nine is is another story but yeah i am confident enough um provided rennie has a solution um we just hadn't seen that solution for five six years so so it's hard to back them confidently um you almost just sound a bit arrogant when we've consistently sucked against that style of rugby um and 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 uh, you know what england i don't know if it's the australian coach they're the same now they look better against attacking rugby than they do um, structured rugby. Oh, absolutely. They look better absolutely. against the Southern Hemisphere sides than they do the Northern. They almost look a little bit Australian in that respect. Oh, my gosh. That's outrageous. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, who's your tip to win the Six Nations? Uh, France can't keep their shit together, can they, for five games? No, I think you're still gonna, I'm still going to go Ireland. I just think that uh, I, I, for that very reason, I don't think um, I don't think there's one team that's going to be consistent enough across all of it. Um, and that's what's fucking cool about Six Nations, though. You are sorry. Rugby Championship, yeah. South Africa won the World Cup. New Zealand's still winning the Rugby Championship this year, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think you know, with Ireland having three home games, you know, I know they've got to go away to France and away to England, but they've got three home games. Um, I just don't see past them. I know Wales obviously smashed Italy, but I don't know enough about them yet. I think the big game will be next weekend. Ireland versus Wales uh, at Lansdowne Road or the Aviva Stadium. So I'll still go with Ireland. You? Yeah, look, well, I just haven't I haven't followed it closely enough. I mean, you asked me a week ago, I would have said England. Um, yeah, but England have, got, England have got injuries and inconsistencies and stuff like that. So The, the other thing that came out today, and we will wrap up soon, is Fiji are interested in joining the Six Nations. Um, oh, with the bulk of their squad, there's an article online, with the bulk of their squad being European, mm. um, they actually see a home there. Um, I don't think okay. they'd have a home game, but they'd just be a part of the competition. 
just play their home games in Italy because no one plays in Italy. So. <laughs> Thoughts on that? Yeah, it'd be fantastic. I think we need to get Fiji into a into a world tournament every year to do, to, to continue their evolution as a as a uh, a top tier nation. Yeah, know? the southern hemisphere country. I think that's a huge fuck up if we let Fiji go. But I think we already have with in terms of where their players are contracted. Absolutely. So, I don't know, it's interesting. Italy can fuck right off, though. I'm still in for a conference where it's the five nations and then there's another one with Italy, with Georgia, put Fiji in it, um, and relegation promotion. Mm, Right. All right. Well, we better wrap this up. Looking forward to the next games. We'll try and get this out today. And, um, yeah, it's good to chat rugby again. Exciting. Looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can't wait. Um, cheers for listening. If you don't already follow us on Twitter, that's where we do most of our communication. Get behind us. Yeah. Our Twitter handle is... Uh, rugby Report Card? No, rugby, rugby underscore podcast. Rugby, rugby underscore. underscore podcast, that's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys, for listening, and uh, uh, we'll touch you back next week. All right. Cheers. Catch you guys.